Welcome to Song Thrive, an interview podcast that explores the stories and events that lead to great songwriting. In episode two, I'll be talking with Christina Wood of Kaleida and Vesperwood. Christina's voice is a whirlwind of moody delight that soothes the listener's soul and calms the often turbulent mind. Let's jump in and find out more about her musical upbringing and songwriting process. Let's talk early Christina days. Let's take it back. How did you come across music and your love for it? Really no um, family precedent of music. It wasn't a big feature of, of our household at all. Uh, but I think I was just born <laughs> this way. <laughs> I remember being little and like walking around singing to myself the whole time and just kind of generally being spaced out and kind of really into um sound and um yeah and then as i grew older obsessed with various different musicians and just kind of teaching you know teaching myself through listening can you pinpoint uh that sound or a group of sounds when you were a little kid that drew you in or was it just stuff around the house yeah. or commercials or <sighs> You know, well, I remember music. the 80s yeah. was a big thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 80s in Florida. I remember driving across the middle bridge all the time in the backseat and listening to 80s songs in the radio. Yes. <laughs> um, Me too. When I was like five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that Me was too. a great era. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, and then I got really into, I think it's kind of like a heritage thing because my dad's from Kentucky. So I got really into... Um, Appalachian music, like old Appalachian music. And then I was in the church choir for a long time. And they definitely there's some overlap with those two genres because the old Appalachian stuff can sound really medieval sometimes, mm-hmm. like the harmonies and the, the way it's structured. And um, that's something that comes in, into church music too, obviously, you know. And then I got really into... Um, well, Bjork, I loved when I didn't, I can't remember how old I was and I got into her, maybe 12 or something. And then, and, and that kind of like distant sound that you hear, I think, in Scandinavian music a lot, which I don't know if you would describe it as old or if it's just a, an expression of their um, geography or, or, you know, their sense of space and, and emptiness, but um that that's really i really vibe with that <laughs> i love that so yeah kind of more rooted in like european classical yeah, styles yeah. And some of the yeah. arpeggios and uh-huh some of those I've scales been, yeah mm-hmm. i've been listening a lot and making some playlists recently like hildegard von bing and agricola and uh de prey these kind of these they're like renaissance um composers who it it was polyphonic plain song basically early music yeah i mean you have your musical roots kind of built um now were you working with any bands or wanting to play out live at this point i like dabbled a lot in different bands but i just didn't have the confidence because i didn't have any training you know (laughs) i had i mean i hardly knew how to um, play piano 
I still don't really. But, yeah. um, so it's, uh, you know, I felt like a fraud, kind of imposter. Um, <laughs> and then, but it was like always my dream, you know, like kind of core, like dharma thing. So at what point do you say to yourself, you know what, I have to do music, not only just for fun, but I'm going to pursue this. It got to a point when I was like in my late 20s where I was like deeply unhappy that I wasn't pursuing it um, or like on my right path. And so I took some time to learn um, Ableton Live, which was like, that was such a help for me because it allowed me to compose, you know, without having a technical background. And so then I went to Indonesia for a year for work to have space and time to get to grips with it and um and then when i got back from that back to london i was like okay i have to do this now it's not really <laughs> it's a uh, yeah live or die kind of thing so before that point mm -hmm. you weren't necessarily putting out yeah, was, your own music no not at all I was anything like, like that. such a late bloomer you know oh, so wow so you were yeah. you were singing though i knew i really wanted to i knew i had like the the message in me you know but i didn't like i hadn't really developed my physical voice that much um yeah it's like i knew i had to sing but, but so cool. then i started yeah trying to record things and i did a bunch of demos in indonesia and then looked around for a long time for um a partner to help me with the production and um that's when i uh, a friend introduced me to um sicily and we started writing and like one of the first things we um did was just just like record some demos and kind of rework some things and then oh, we wanted to enter a song contest for south by southwest oh cool and so we quickly threw together um think and didn't really think anything of it Yeah, That's it was sort of was. Yeah, we were just kind of like, you know, it was using fragments from different things, and then, um, but it all came together very quickly. And then her brother helped us make a video for it because he's a, a filmmaker, and um, and yeah, we put it online. And, you know, we were just sort of playing around. We didn't really have a plan. Yeah, and then we were playing a show in Poland, and a lady in the audience was the editor of john wick and she asked if she could use it kind of temporarily to edit to and we said sure we didn't really have any idea what john wick was i mean we had no idea what we were yeah <laughs> so little do you anyway know. <laughs> it stuck and and that has helped us the most i think voice is just it's haunting yet beautiful yet angelic you know at the same time so um 
I can see why that um, producer wanted to use the track. It ended up for for you guys who don't know, you can go watch on YouTube, but um, people are like obsessed with this song specifically in this scene. Uh, if you look in the comments, I mean, it just has a ton of people not even talking about the scene itself, but talking about how amazing the song is and um, really cool that that would you know, open the doors to say, hey, like, let me go check them out on Spotify. Was YouTube the only place that you guys put the track or did you also reach out to blogs or do you remember how you went about yeah. distributing the first demo? Yeah, I guess God, I think it. it's changed a lot. Having done just done a release, I think it's things have changed quickly. Um, but we had it on Facebook and then that really spread through our ah. friend groups oh, very okay. well. Cool, cool. Um, and then... Yeah, YouTube got a lot of hits, and then, hmm, and the, yes, and then blogs just started to kind of organically pick it up. That's what happened. Cool. And we got on a few really good ones that were connected to um, Hype Machine. Hype Machine, okay. And that generated a lot of plays because it got to like number one on Hype Machine for a while. For a few weeks, it was kind of getting hits up there, and then, yeah, and then kind of how it started that's awesome that's that's cool about facebook yeah I, I, yeah I it was good i know I, ha times. I haven't seen it either yeah it was really that's like true. everybody was sharing it you know really it was cool yeah wow so that's kind of like the story of how you did this now did you guys win the south no, by southwest we didn't. Or? No, i'm trying to remember who did but no we didn't win the oh, contest God, that's lame. <laughs> Super lame. we never went <laughs> hi hi babe how are hi. you hello what's going on we got two pregnant ladies to take care of we need fans and water and ice cubes guys because shit's getting real <laughs> it's really hot in here damn it i'm such a bad host she's like uh dude can you turn it down <laughs> it is hot as shit yeah we're in south florida so you guys are doing your thing so how does the so the next thing after releasing that you know, people are sharing it on Facebook. Um, it's starting to kind of generate some some interest on some blogs like Hype Machine. Um, and then was the next thing that you guys were signed to the label? Uh, yeah, there was a moment where we were kind of being courted by a lot of different people, but that um, we just held off because we weren't we were uncertain, you know, what to do and a lot of different people said you know you have to go in the studio with this producer and this producer and this producer we kind of felt like we weren't ready to do that we had to consolidate our sound more and just stay independent you know and not be too influenced so um so we were shy about that and then um yeah and then in the end we signed with lex records they just really let us do what we wanted to do and were really supportive and yeah, very light touch. So that album, that first album was called Tear the Roots. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you released that September 15th, yeah. 2017. Yes. So, yeah. And I was reading on one of the websites, like, I guess one of the ways that they kind of described you, it was Pop Matters. And they said a form of indie pop therapy that's rich in musical textures and lyrical depth. I think they hit that spot on. Um, and uh, yeah, that first album is really, really great definitely some memorable memorable tracks on there echo saw you i really that one stood out to me 
somebody I grew up with here in West Palm who um, I followed her stories on Facebook and um, she had a daughter who was born with like a really bad heart defect uh, and she was they called her Echo because the machine that like kept her alive was called the Echo machine or something and she died after six months She and it was just heartbreaking what, what seeing this all unfold on you know even though i wasn't here and i wasn't particularly close um anymore with my childhood friend or school friend um but yeah i just that that's what kind of prompted that when i was i was actually riding my bike before this interview and uh was listening to this track and um just the part where you say give me your heart give me your hand where are we running like it just it hit me because it's like sometimes we just commit on a direction and we have no clue where we're going. Um, so it's really cool that you actually drew inspiration from a somewhat, you know, tragic event, but made it into something positive and um, yeah. yeah, so really cool. Um, and then also, also the track Tear the Roots, um, you know, that was a really cool idea. Where How did you come up with the idea for that song? Um, I remember I was on a boat with my family in Turkey. <laughs> I was just trying to stay out of the sun. So I went below deck and was writing a lot. And that, that yeah, that, that was from that period. Um, uh, I don't know if it was really specifically inspired by anybody or anything, but it was kind of a mood, I guess I was in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you were on a boat in Turkey while you wrote this. All right, Christina yeah. is easily the most well-traveled songwriter. Uh, no. That's pretty sweet, yeah. though. So in the song you say, tear the roots, what's the use? Why carefully grow what we won't abuse? Axe my mind, why would you make this crunch a grave? Rolling oh, in the yeah. silent need, God, correct God, the lyrics. inside. Is this the lyrics online? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Are they off? Yeah, we really? have to change them. Uh, wow. I, yeah. Um, Never seen not. that. I always thought they got these right. I know. I always did too. Now I'm now I'm not trusting of any mine. lyrics. Yeah, I need to check my site. Uh, who am I using? Genius. We updated. That's who it was. Yeah, I noticed like last week that they were all wrong, so I had the label fix it. Okay. So Are you probably, serious? Yeah. Oh my gosh. You need to pronunciate, Christina. I know. I'm just kidding. I know. I'm just kidding. My dad always I'm says, kidding. "I can't understand what you're saying," and I guess he's right. Well, that's really cool. Um, so when you were on this boat and you were you were penning this, what was kind of going I, through your mind? Oh yeah, now I yeah. remember the tear. The yeah. but there was like an, a, a whole um, metaphor going through there about like dirt and growth and soil and. Yeah, the roots. It was supposed to be kind of like earthy and yeah, the gra just talking about the ground and the graves and the um I don't know. Yeah.
it was about um, people not, uh, you know, like stunting you, not wanting you to grow or love or take on. We can relate with new that. things. Yeah, we can, I think everybody can relate. <laughs> yeah, with that, especially or people right now. who want to be stunted. You know. Oh, find that interesting. Interesting. So it I goes, had a few boyfriends like that. <laughs> <laughs> it goes both ways there. Mm-hmm. You said that you toured for a little bit. We did one support tour with Roisin Murphy. I don't know if you know her from Maloko. She's such a character and like just so cool. Such a great performer and dresser and she's Irish and it's like this crazy wit. And um, so, yeah, we supported her and she's got like a huge kind of cult following around Europe. Um, so that was great fun to do. And then, um, but w- places that I loved, play- I loved playing in Prague. That was amazing crowd in, in general like the eastern europeans they they get a bit looser <laughs> you know they're more um innocent <laughs> you know they're they're not so self-aware and so they'll really like dance and just get into it and um and they like they like this electronic sound and yeah so we opened for alt j in prague and that was an awesome concert and like outdoors at sunset and they're a great band um yeah, and then we're hoping to play Russia soon because that has been a big um, market for us. And we had a, a, a really, well, probably our biggest show to date planned there for their last winter or the winter before. And then we couldn't go because of some um, um, baby things and other health things. And so um, we're going to go back, but I'm looking forward to, to that because they're a whole different world <laughs> yeah they, they know how to get into it yeah there, i bet i don't think there's yeah. any rules in russia no <laughs> i don't think they yeah. care what people think which is what we want as musicians we yeah. want people with no limits you know not worried not about jaded. looking yeah. cool yeah yeah not jaded by their nine to five and the yeah. rat race you know yeah um sometime a little socialism is good you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh, there goes yeah. my podcast but anyways uh <laughs> So yeah, I'd love to find out more about your new solo project, Vesperwood. The debut album, Instar, uh, who was produced by Ali Chant, um, who has worked with PJ Harvey, Katie Tunstall, and many others. Um, my personal highlights were songs like The Wall and Descend, and the collection of songs is just beautifully written. Um, so yeah, tell us more. More than a year ago, um, Cicely had her second baby, and so we were taking a a break again and um i just you know i was just like wanted to do something and i kind of was looking back through you know all the hundreds of things you write that you just forget about (laughs) and just finding some things that felt like really personal and and um and i love folk music and that that treatment um production wise so I really wanted to just make some simple kind of quiet or introverted um you know with a nod to folk um songs so yeah so I asked Ali because he also worked with Aldous Harding who I love did you know Ali from the record label experience and like yeah working with we, we'd kind of come across him you know as in the whole when you meet everybody yeah yeah and um we didn't work with him as Kaleida, but I just thought he'd be a good fit. Um, yeah, he has a lot of analog synths, which was really fun. And he has like, 
you know, a real whirly and a real roads and just zithers and <laughs> marxophones and organs and, you know, like a whole play box kind of going on in his studio. Um, and that was really great to dig into that. Yeah. That's awesome. I saw that you guys, or I saw that you had, uh, you did a couple of videos as well for a couple of those tracks. Yeah. One with some guys down here, actually, who I met who were awesome. Um, they're called White Sail Films and they, they, um, we went out to like near Lake Okeechobee and just shot a video in a few hours <laughs> with these three little awesome girls. <laughs> um, yeah, for the wall. And that was a really fun process. I, I love it. I want to make some more videos. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I know. I, making, making videos is a blast always. That's, mm. it's gotta be crazy coming from London where it's just, awesome and just i don't know i've spent some time there but then coming to okeechobee like okeechobee <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know yeah. this is like i mean i guess you have freedom here you know yeah you, that's you're, true it's it's easier to move around and to get things done and and yeah you don't have this like industry judgment as much and but uh, you know we've talked about also the the flip side of that which is that there's like less of a conversation to be part of or less people to bounce ideas off of you know it's it's everything that you guys would think of when you think <laughs> of florida and yeah. the news headlines and some of the weirdest things that you see come out of the state <laughs> probably are happening in okeechobee yeah. but at the same time it, it's there's a natural beauty to it and yeah. a free a sense of being free that is kind of second to none do you think that since you've moved back to florida one of the things I would say about South Florida and Florida um, is that it's e it's really easy to get out by yourself. Whereas, you know, coming from L.A., I'd have to drive an hour away. You know, I'd have to go up to Leo Carrillo Beach. Even there, I'm right by mansions and people and this and that. Um, here, it's pretty easy to get out into nature, get away from it all. Um, have you had any cool experiences here in nature where you went to go write any new songs you know i know i know it doesn't compare to turkey yet. and, and the, uh, the, the, uh, um, the baltic sea over there <laughs> but uh, but no i mean yeah no i haven't i i like to sit in my dark room <laughs> right nice because I all hate the john the sun. <laughs> yeah. just know it's, it's meant to be baby yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, no, I hate the sun. So <laughs> Christine is a vampire. For me. <laughs> uh, the lid has been blown off on that one. Um, I am very white, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I have not done any nature writing around in Florida. Maybe I will. Nice. I've also Refreshing. had this funny thing, though, since being pregnant, where I just don't feel like writing music. And it's, I've really... For a while, I was really frustrated about it because I'm like, I have this time, and obviously, when you have a baby, everything shifts. So I wanted to like stockpile material, but I just have totally failed at that. I just don't feel the edge or like the urge or the like the need for the catharsis of writing. You know, I was gonna ask you about that actually. I was gonna ask you something along the lines mm. of, "Hey, now that you're pregnant, uh, are you writing a bunch of songs about <laughs> your?" Your little girl, little girl, right? Uh -huh. Little girl. Yeah. You know, hey, are you are you imagining your little girl, and do you, are you getting drawing all this inspiration? Yeah. But I guess there's the answer. I can actually relate 
Uh, yeah. My wife is currently mm-hmm. pregnant, and yeah. uh, which is terrifying for anyone who knows me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be a dad. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, uh, but I feel the same way, you know? I feel yeah. like uh, for me, I really have to get out into nature i Uh have to get out to the beach Uh i have to get away from my normal places Mm -hmm. to really write something uh memorable i've been Mm -hmm. kind of getting back into to songwriting and less for a while i was doing a lot of just producing Mm kind of hung up my gloves with songwriting and just yeah no one wants to hear me speak but (laughs) something actually you know is brewing um Mm -hmm. but i'll say the same thing it's almost as if it's gonna take that intense moment of like the baby finally getting here mm-hmm. to yeah. go oh now i now i have something to kind of say yeah and, and now it all kind of makes sense so yeah yeah i can definitely relate so what's next for christina wood hmm. yeah i mean i guess i kind of want to do it all i want to i love the performing part um and connecting with people through that and yeah love to make some more movie, movie songs <laughs> And really, I just want to um, maybe write some like weirder stuff. Just I don't know. Go go off on my own. Become a better songwriter. You know, get more um, technical musical skills, and you know, work on my arrangement skills. And yeah. What type of advice would you give to a new songwriter um, that's just starting out? You know, um, what, what would you say? I mean, I I struggled a lot with like self belief or um, feeling I I could do it without having a like we were talking about at the beginning, like a, fa- a musical family or a um, a training. And if if it's your calling, you know, and you know if it is, then you just have to keep checking in with that and just remembering that like root kind of drive and remember your your calling and that i think um will keep a lot of people going a lot of people through disappointments and so on but if if it's something you're committed to for your life then you just have to nurture that (laughs) commitment i think well thank you so much for your time this has been an amazing conversation christina and you can check out kaleida and vesperwood on all streaming platforms spotify apple music and all over the interweb and uh yeah until next time we are out what a blast uh talking with christina her group's kaleida and her new solo project vesperwood definitely go check them out amazing voice clean production and just an inviting sound overall you can follow us at songthrive.com uh, new website up and I'm going to be posting some content from the artists on there that you guys can go check out next week we're actually going to be doing a phone call with G-Love um, so yeah stay tuned <laughs>